Welcome to the Diamond Frequency Podcast. My name is Kim Fisher. I am a manifesting coach and a spiritual business leader showing women how to find, refine, and sustain the life of their dreams in order to achieve success and lasting happiness and impact in this world. I do this through the lens of my research background in cognitive science, psychology, and human-computer interaction, plus insights from my two decades of yoga practice and teaching and entrepreneurship experience. I believe that the world needs where you want to take us, and therefore, this podcast serves as a portal for your soul's highest yes to take center stage and for action to be ignited in your life. It's an honor to have your ears, heart, and attention. Let's go get it. Okay, welcome everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Frequency Podcast. It's so amazing to have you here, and I'm so thankful to have your ears, your heart, and attention. I have been turning within my business lately toward the spiritual powerhouse and the spiritual leader lately, and this includes yoga teachers, massage therapists, Reiki healers, leaders, seers, visionaries, mediums, psychics, um, artists, musicians, and and craftspeople too, like anyone who considers themselves first and foremost to be a spiritual being. And then secondly, is a service-based woman. I have been channeling that energy big time lately because that's really, that's one, that's who I am. And I know that story. I live that story. I breathe that story. And two, I want to help you improve because quite honestly, it is your skills. It is your heart. It is your mindset that is needed in this world in such a huge way. And it's our responsibility to know that, to own it, to occupy it, and at the same time, to hold it, to what I refer to as guard it, to guard your greatness. And this is all falling under this term of spiritual duty. Today's episode is all about just that, your spiritual duty, your spiritual assignment, the obligation that you really have to guard your greatness. Let's unpack that. From a personal perspective, I have found that there's moments where my business is going great, where my life is going great, and then there's a valley. There's a peak in a valley, peak in a valley. Things are not in the valley. Things are not going so well. Maybe there's money struggle. Maybe there's a story about inadequacy or scarcity. And it took me a while to figure out how to get off of that spiritual and energetic roller coaster to have one steady increase. And of course, I have dips. I have, I'm human. I still experience valley. I still experience shadow at times. But the difference is that I don't linger there too long. I know what to do. I have resources. I have an energetic practice that is non-negotiable. Do you have that as well? Because everything we're going to talk about today in today's episode is kind of centered around this idea that you have a spiritual practice. You have an energetic practice. You know how important that is, and you're doubling down on that. 
It's so critical that you double down, especially during the times of shadow, during moments of challenge where you're like, where are my students? Why isn't anyone showing up? Why isn't anyone signing up? Why do I not seem to be making enough money? Why is no one liking my posts on Instagram? Why is no one resharing these? Why is no one responding back, etc.? And those days where it feels like radio silence and you're just one woman on an island, you are going to need to double down on your spiritual practice. And that is your sacred duty. The reason it's your sacred duty is this. If you don't, you collapse inward. You would crumble from the worry. And that worry would take you into a spiral where you probably would go back and get your nine to five job, or you would stop teaching, stop leading, stop healing altogether. Your passion project will come to a halt. You'd stop showing up online. You'd stop your advertising. And the results of that is a really sad one. Your soul clients don't find you. And they're your soul clients for a reason. Their soul and your soul were meant to find each other to work together, to co-create together, to heal the entire vibration, literally, of this planet, person by person by person. So if you stop, they don't get you. And their soul doesn't mean it won't evolve. But if you know and you can believe in this moment that there are soul students and soul clients who are meant and destined to work with you, meaning their way of being in the world is best set up to match all the skills and everything that you are. When a soul client aligns with you, you simply be, you simply show up and you activate them. Once you open your mouth and share, that's like a bonus, like a cherry on top. But really, that is the power and the impact of aligning your soul clients to your soul work and your soul message. How many times have you experienced that? I mean, I've experienced that countless times. It's actually not even when I meet my next teacher. It's the moment I energetically decide, yes, I'm going to work with her in that container, in that capacity, whether that's a mastermind or a one-on-one, or I'm signing up for her workshop. And then I, I make the transaction happen. I actually say yes with my money. But it's before that. It's when she decided that she was going to offer something and she trusted that people like me, her soul clients were out there and she put the information out there. And then I saw the marketing and the messaging. I'm thinking of Jenna Black's program. I'm in her Wealth Seductress program and it's a six month container and it is incredible. And I was looking for something just like this. Imagine if Jenna never put that out. If imagine, I imagine if Victoria Washington never put out vocal codes. Imagine if Natalia Benson never did her, I think she had like a heal your money course back in the day. And I, I, I just like, I can't even imagine a world where Brendan Burchard isn't Brendan Burchard and p- putting out what he's putting out or yoga non Michael Carroll back in the day, not teaching his yoga that liberated my soul. I am so thankful. For every single teacher who got out of their own way, doubled down on the energetics of why they're here to do what they're doing. 
and why there's souls here to evolve other people's souls like me and decided to do it anyway. Because the benefit is I transformed. They helped me unlock something very valuable and very, very precious inside of me that needed their soul and needed their teachings and needed their wisdoms to make that possible. You are the same way. Your soul clients and soul students are waiting for what you have to say. They're waiting for the modality that you're going to offer. They're waiting for you to book the space to do the thing. They're waiting for you to start showing up online to teach the thing so they could join your membership. They're waiting for the dates and the button of how to hack to pay you so they can come to your retreat. They're waiting. And they don't know this consciously, but their soul sitting there going, gosh, our soul client is out there. Our soul teacher is out there. Our soul guidance is out there. Where is she? I'm waiting. Gosh, we could use this liberation right now. So why are you waiting? Why are you waiting, goddess? Why are you waiting? Knowing that your soul clients are like, ah, as soon as you announce, they might take some time because everyone's on their own timeline. They're looking and they're watching and they're excited, but their soul has already said yes. And now it's just a matter of them letting the pieces fall together to finally sign up. And that's a topic for another time. Knowing that your soul students are, are always in, in the energy of, I've already signed up. Of course, I want to do this. But then is letting finances and timing actually line up to the physical world and what you do as a leader to manage that gap and not panic. Like, where is everyone? Because if everyone is already in a yes state of mind, then what's the worry? Now it's just a matter of trusting them to sign up when they desire. So you have a sacred duty to your energetic field. You have a sacred duty to protect and guard your greatness. So that in moments where people aren't showing up and there's radio silence, you don't panic. Panic becomes this worry spiral. And then we start to do weird things. We start to tweak the price. We start to tweak the messaging. We start to tweak who we are. We question if we're worthy. Tell me if this resonates. We question if we're supposed to be in this field. Then we start to weave up this story of how, oh my gosh, it's such a saturated world. This world of massage, this world of Reiki, this world of trauma-informed therapy, you know, it's so, or whatever it is that you do, there's that story. And trust me, I've been there. Are you kidding me? I'm in the world of women's empowerment coaching. <laughs> there's thousands, hundreds of thousands probably on this planet. But I'm not letting that stop me. But does it pop up every now and again as a worry? Sure. Of course, there's always going to be that scarcity piece. But it's about what you believe to be true. Because we don't need to believe that every story that pops into our mind is true, right? You are sovereign. You can decide what you're going to believe is true at any now moment. So when you worry and you're spiraling in worry, this is where you double down on your spiritual and energetic practices to guard what is your greatness. And to realign to what is true. 
which is that you're always safe, that your soul clients are out there, your soul students are out there, and that they're always in the yes, I'm ready attitude, and I'm going to sign up mode, and you keep doing you, trusting that process. This is what dramatically takes the FOMO out of the equation, dramatically takes that I might be missing out or I need to hurry and rush or I feel behind, the scarcity disappears. And what emerges is abundance. And now you're leading yourself, you're leading your business, you're co-creating with your business through the lens of and the energy of abundance instead of scarcity. However, we don't get to that switch from scarcity to abundance easily and quickly unless you have an energetic practice that guards your greatness. I'm going to keep repeating it because I wanted to settle into your bones and your body and your unconscious mind multiple ways through example. Because without you, your soul clients don't transform. That's why. That's why it is your sacred duty to have energetic practices, to take time off to rest, to hang out with your friends, to be human and enjoy binge watching a Netflix show. I don't know, like whatever makes you feel happy. That is your duty. Your responsibility is to, sometimes people say, fill your cup. Your duty is to heal. Your sacred responsibility is to attune to the highest frequency of your energy field. What are you tuning into? Is that your highest yes? Is that the energy that's going to serve you to serve others the most? If it's not, it is your sacred responsibility to cut that off. It is your sacred duty to say no to what is an energy drain because you have a role here in this lifetime and that is to guide others into liberation and healing. Yes, you are a steward of wellness. You are the steward. You are in the stewardship of healing other people. That requires some Guarding that requires some dog energy, that requires some tenacity, that requires some real close looking and watching guard dog at to where you're letting yourself leak energy, maybe by hanging out with toxic people, maybe by having some toxic thoughts, maybe by having moments where you're just sitting in your worry and sitting still having inertia. Those are moments where. We might start to worry. We might start to decrease our energy. We might start to dip into scarcity. We might start to just mindlessly scroll Instagram looking for inspiration when you know the inspiration is inside of you. So in those moments, a little alarm should go off inside of your mind that says, oh, I'm not guarding my greatness. Kim said I should guard my greatness because it's my sacred duty. And I want you to put that phone down. I want you to get up, do jumpy jacks. I want you to hit that power pose. I want you to do some breath work, some pranayama, do some mantra. Go to your energy practice and double down. And you're going to need it in the moments where you are feeling like crap. This is where I always, oh my God, it's my saving grace. 
there are moments, oh, of course, where I have worry in my business. And I think to myself in that moment, my gosh, this sucks. Absolutely. And I think all the horrible things. And then I quickly have an intruding thought that is, do not believe this story and do something about it. But the only reason my brain gives me that mechanism of that intruding positive thought is because I've trained myself to have those thoughts on really good optimistic days. So we don't want to wait until you're in crisis or spiraling in fear or worry or having a down sort of low dopamine day to then start your energetic practice. No, because you won't on those days. You're going to wallow in your own shit. Everyone does it. So the thing to do here is to start an energetic practice, start your pure, your spiritual journey, start your practices, breathwork, meditation. A static dance, radical rituals with me. If you know radical rituals, it's because you've done MMM with me or the Rise Revolution or you're inside any of the Diamond Frequency ecosystem modules. I had developed that system of recharging your energy, recentering, reclaiming, recalibrating your energy so that you are always feeling empowered. It is a physical body experience done with breathwork and ecstatic dance. You can do pieces of radical ritual. You can learn how to do a radical ritual. Being out in nature, going for a run, doing karate, doing qigong, doing working with your chakras and mantra, crystals, pulling cards, tarot, all of these things. Whatever is your spiritual energetic go-to practice, practice it often. Get it into your bones while you are having good days because the day that your energy drips, Dips and you feel negative, you're going to have that instant knowing of, oh, now's the time I really got to do it. And maybe not just once in the morning, but by double down, I literally mean you do it in the afternoon and you do it in the evening. And you're taking long walks in the evening. You're doing your breath work. You're going to yoga classes. You are having green juices. You are really looking at what you're eating. You're getting good sleep. All of this will help you Take yourself from that nosedive and get back on track to remembering who you are and why you're here and who you're doing this for. You have a sacred responsibility. And this is the path of warriorship as well. Being a sacred warrior, being in the spiritual energetic world means that we have to acknowledge this responsibility and do something about it. Treat it as sacredness. In doing this, you are actually acknowledging how sacred your energy is. You're powerful. You're huge. You're expansive. You heal other people. Why do you think you're drawn to these practices? Why do you think that's the case? Your soul's evolution here in this body, in this lifetime, is to remember and keep coming back to that. You are a healer. You are a spiritual leader. And you have gifts to share. How can you do that if you are depleted? How can you do that if the story is, I'm always broke and there's nothing to do about it? So we pull ourselves out of that victimhood. We pull ourselves out of the defeatist mentality, even when it arrives. We observe it when it arrives because that's part of our human condition at times. But the spiritual warrior, the spiritual goddess quickly turns her attention to what can I do about it? Because it's my sacred responsibility, it's my sacred duty to guard my greatness. As she doubles down 
on her energetic practices. She does not wait for chance or some external factor to turn her mood around. No, she knows that she is the most powerful one. But she takes radical responsibility for that. This is radical responsibility. I need you to understand this. This was a huge shift in my whole entire life when I realized that it is my sacred duty to do my breath work, to do my meditation, to do my radical rituals. It is my duty to my own house, my own body, my own life, my own career, my business, and those I serve, and the money that I get to pull in that sustains the household and my relationship and my health and my wellness and my travel and everything. Like This is so critical. You get this. That it is your sacred responsibility to tend to yourself and to take care of yourself, especially in shadowy times. You need to double down, double down all the way, triple down maybe. Take care of yourself, love yourself through that shadow. And the nose of the plane will rise again. You'll come up out of that nosedive quicker than you ever would have before. And this is where our turnaround becomes faster. And we actually, at the same time, fortify and learn about ourselves. This is where inner strength starts to go up. This is where we get wisdom about, oh my God, these practices actually work. And this is where us as teachers and leaders, we actually start leading from the knowing. Think of how great that would be. Think of what that would do for your confidence. If you double down on your skills and your energetic practices to the point where you actually can say, yeah, I've been in dark places and here's what I do. I do this, this, and this. And it takes me out every single time. And you say it not with the cerebral of I'm reciting something someone told me I should be doing like a robot, but you're actually reciting from the wisdom of the knowing that this is what saved my life. This is what allows me to keep going. This is the sustaining of my fire. And you're here and you're fully dedicated to it. This is the devotional energy, goddess. This is the devotional energy in the current of knowing who you are, loving that, honoring that, celebrating that fully, and doing everything within your power to guard that greatness. Because it is the energetic exchange and the transaction of your life. We're talking beyond the exchange of money. We're talking the exchange of your actual energy, the exchange of your love can only happen with your soul clients if you protect that, if you first recognize it as sacred. First recognize yourself as the beautiful, sacred, holy being that you are. Then two, protect that shit because that's really powerful. Oh, this is a good one. I love you guys so much. Short and sweet today. Go out there and keep killing it. You guys are amazing. Warrior, goddess, juicy, overflowing, spiritual powerhouse, baddie energy. I see you. You're doing great. Keep going. Let me know if this podcast, this episode served you. I'd love to hear from you. If you're watching this on YouTube, please give it a like and a subscribe and below the video, let me know what really served you. And if you like more content like this, and if you're watching this on Instagram or you're listening to this on the pod, you guys know how to get a hold of me, especially on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And let me know if you like this and you want to hear more of this, more of these types of videos, let me know. And if something really was a wow breakthrough moment and really touched your soul and heart, let me know about that too underneath the video. 
I love you guys so much. And I'll be with you next week.